Hey everybody, welcome to episode 119 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting now for 30 years. This week we're going to talk about an EDC, a hunting or metal detecting EDC. EDC equals everyday carry. But before we get into that, obviously we got to do some housekeeping and obviously I have to give you some updates. So first of all, don't forget to tell me about your favorite finds and how you found them on speakpipe.com. Come on, guys. I want to hear your stories. Tell me all about it. I will play it on the podcast. This is your chance to shine. This is the chance to get your name out there. You can include any social media you want to do. Free publicity. I'm giving it away for nothing here. I suppose that's why they call it free. But yeah, free publicity. Get your finds out there. All I want is a minute or two of your time where you tell me all about your finds. So that's that bit done. And then the next bit is, I don't know if any of the listeners remember, uh, I think it was Detector Network. It was a new social media platform. That was out about two years ago, just as I started the podcast, really. Um, And it was a great platform. It was going great. I think it fell apart in relation to stuff behind the scenes. I don't have any inside information on that. Um, I have my theories, but if I ever have a point to you, I can quite happily talk about it. Um, But yeah, Detector Network. But they reached out to me at the time. Uh, I think I was into episode maybe 30 at the time on the podcast, and they asked me would I be interested in creating a Detector Network podcast. I said, yeah, I did not necessarily do it on a weekly basis, but I can absolutely help you get set up and help you sort of learn from what I did and really accelerate your startup on it. So I, I had a few meetings with a couple of the guys and I had a chat and they were all very positive. But one of the things I presented to them as an idea was this concept of Dr. Detector, an agony ant for detectorists. That was a great idea and everybody loved it. And, you know, the podcast is about to take on the next step and next step. But it kind of got to a stage where I was taking on most of the responsibility and I just said, you know what, I'm not willing to sacrifice this podcast for that podcast. So I said, listen, guys, I'm going to just step away because my focus is on the Metal Detecting Show podcast and I'm going to focus on that. Anyways, the idea of Dr. Detector has stuck with me since. So (laughs) we're going to create Dr. Detector, an agony ant for your detectorist. Ask me anything, guys, and I will try and figure it out. I'll go off, do the research and come back to you and give you my opinion anything you can ask me anything except erectile dysfunction i'm not going to talk about that <laughs> or maybe i will if i'm stuck for content that week but ask me anything dr detector and we're going to have a slot just send in your questions contact me via the show notes all the information's in there but ask a question and dr detector will answer your questions so hopefully we can get a couple of questions in over the next couple of weeks and we can elaborate on the content of the podcast you know because i really want to bring it a little bit beyond 12 13 minutes every week but with quality content i've explained the concept of the podcast very early on and, and the concept is i don't want to be a 3 hour long joe rogan type podcast where people struggle to make interesting content about metal detecting and make it last for 3 hours for me 15 minutes is the sweet spot quite happily talk about 15 minutes of detecting every week for me that takes probably about two hours to write it an hour to record it and about two hours to edit it so it takes me five six hours a week just to do that 15 minutes but i am quite happy to bring in other stuff that i can do on the fly when i record so dr detector bring in your fine stories all that to flesh out the content on the podcast but i'm not going to sacrifice the quality of the content around that because I don't want to turn into a three hour long podcast where there really is only 15 minutes of quality content in it. Anyways, I'm waffling on. I've become the thing that I don't want to become. So let's move on from that. But anyways, Dr. Detector on the way. Send me your questions 
and Dr. Detector, the metal detecting show Agony Ant, will do his best to answer it for you. So this week we're going to talk about EDC, an EDC, an everyday carry, or EDDC, everyday detecting carry. Every EDC has to have its own philosophy. My current EDC every day is essentially this. It's a Leatherman Skelly tool, which clips onto my into my pocket like a total nerd. A notebook and a pencil, which is wrapped up in an elastic band, which can be happy. But inside that notebook, I have a fiver, five euro note, some stamps, a credit card, a mini credit card tool that has some nice little bits that are more sacrificial in relation to the, the Skelly tool, plasters and some tape all inside the notebook. So really, this just takes up the space of a notebook and a pencil and a skeleton in my pocket. And I always have that with me all the time. And to be honest, that has saved my ass a few times, particularly around stamps and plasters are super handy to carry around. But this concept has taken the internet by storm. It's not a new concept. It's out there for years. But I absolutely fell down this rabbit hole about three, four months ago. And I felt, you know what? I wonder what would be in the everyday detectorist carry. So for me, my philosophy around this would be traveling light on the hunt. I know I've said it a few times. This is my focus to get out hunting, to make it super easy just to get out, pick and go out the door, not have to be clipping on a big finds pouch, all these bits and bobs. You know, it takes 20, 30 minutes to get ready to go out the door. But I want to just be boom, out the door, ready to go. I'm even at the point now of thinking of getting rid of my finds pouch off my belt and actually bringing a backpack. You might think, oh God, finds pouch, backpack, backpack's bigger than the finds pouch. But for me, what's happening is when I'm detecting on a beach, I'm picking up a bit of rubbish as I go along and and 99% of your finds on a beach are rubbish anyway. So they, my finds pouch is getting filled up with um, rubbish and I find I'm putting the good stuff then into my into my hoodie pocket or into, you know, another pocket on my jacket or something to keep it safe, a zippy pocket generally. So for me, you know, I have had several occasions where my finds pouch is actually absolutely been full chaka of trash, rubbish. So I'm starting to think I'm going to start bringing a backpack and just throw that rubbish in my backpack as I go along. Anyways, back to the detectors everyday carry. So these should be things that are around your own philosophy. So your own philosophy is key here. For me, it's traveling light. And stuff I have wanted to use or used in the past. So I'm going to start with, and I mentioned these last week in the ultimate accessory pack of the top five gifts. And that was a plastic and brass brush set. Now, Dirtfish Dave listened to the episode last week and he reached out to me showing me something that was even better. And it was a golf ball or golf shoe cleaning tool. It's about the size of a box of matches. And on it, it has a push out plastic brush a separate push-out brass brush and a push-out plastic pick in the middle of the two of them. To be honest, I've ordered about five of them for 10 bucks. So they're dirt cheap. They're so cheap you can't even buy them singly. You always have to buy three or four of them. Dirtfish Dave highlighted this to me and straight away, that can go straight into the EDC tool. And in a way, that was the inspiration for this week's episode. So the first item on the list is the inspiration for the episode and that is the golf ball shoe cleaning tool I'll try and get a picture of it up online. Very nice, nice little concept. Each brush is about half the size of a toothbrush. Nice and compact. You take it out, be perfect when you're on the hunt. So that's the first thing I am going to have in my everyday detecting carry. So up next in the EDDC has to be, and if you're a long-time listener, you'll remember this, the mighty, the mighty, mighty chopstick, or at least half of one, the pointy end. Handy for poking at things, prying out delicate coins, 
for that matter, can be used to clean a find or just even to poke the dirt out of the bottom of your boots. It's great for an anchor point tied to a tree to dry your clothes. Pare it down for kindling to help start a fire. There are a million uses for the chopstick. And you should always have the front end of a chopstick perfectly designed for my needs. Obviously, the length will match the size of your EDC pouch. Anyways, yeah, the mighty chopstick. You need a piece of that in your EDC. Up next, and very obviously, is the mini first aid kit. This is a total no-brainer. Even if you just get one of these for the plasters, this is a must, especially if you like to raw dog it gloveless. But if you're getting a tin of plasters, you might as well grab a full mini kit. Normally comes with a number of plasters, some small bandages, wound dressing, a sachet or two of alcohol or alcohol wipes, and most importantly for you is get one that has a tick removal tool. You're walking the fields, you're going to need to be on the lookout for ticks, guys. Up next, not necessarily does it have to go into your kit. It's something that I missed and lacked on several hunts over the last few years, and it just became highlighted recently with the use of the legend. That's a cheap digital watch. Most of the new detectors now are coming with a, an inbuilt clock. But I got out at the weekend with the legend, went on the Relic Beach hunt, found a couple of Georgian pennies, nothing major. But I have to say the clock was a, a godsend. It meant I didn't have to take out my mobile phone out of my pocket, risk getting it wet and dirty and all this crack. So taking that a step forward, because not everybody has the luxury of having a new machine that has the inbuilt clock in it. An old cheap digital watch, much like Tony Stark in Iron Man 3. <laughs> you need this, especially if you're on the hunt with a detector that doesn't have a clock built in. Helps you track time. Jesus, I can't install the virtues of having a, a watch on you, but a cheap digital one. So it's not going to cost you a fortune if you break it on the hunt. Plus, if it's covered in plastic, it's not going to interfere with your detector too much. Up next is a notebook and pencil. No brainer. It's always handy to have a notebook and pencil. Make notes. Keep track of where you found stuff. Keep track of potential sites as you drive around. A notebook and pencil is always handy. Up next then would be an LED light, but the small type, the type that is potentially on a key ring that can run off a button battery. Very handy to have in your kit, especially if you're hunting in the evening time. You can you know, use it to help identify finds. If you get stuck, signal for help. Makes sense. If you're in danger of hunting in the dark, you definitely need an LED light. A mini compass will be next then in the list. These are all tiny now, guys. These are, you know, the size of a quarter, these pieces. A mini compass, very handy to help you when your mobile phone runs out, because obviously there's a compass in your mobile phone. But when your mobile phone runs out, very handy to have a mini compass. I did cover how to read a compass a few episodes ago, so listen to that. But a little mini compass is always handy to have in your EDDC. Up next then, I would put in a mini lighter. And I'm talking about a Bic lighter. Bic specifically have a nice little small mini lighter, which is very handy for your EDDC. No brainer. Light fires, signal fires, burn a bit of cord. You need to get stabbed. You need to cauterize the wound. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, you know, a lighter. It is, it is what it is. But super handy and will only be handy when you need it. And then we're in the last couple of pieces here now, guys. A small piece of duct tape. If you're clever, what you can do is, you know, duct tape roll is about two inches wide, inch and a half to two inches wide. You can cut off a strip about a half inch width. And what you can do then is get a bit of cardboard and wrap that around that piece of cardboard. And all you need is about a meter of half inch thick duct tape and put that in your EDC. Your detector takes a knock, 
the coil cover comes off, you're having problems with cables flapping around the place, a little bit of duct tape can fix a world of problems. So very handy to have in your EDDC. Paracord. Listen, you always need a bit of string. Like I said, with talking about the chopstick, sometimes you might need to tie up a bit of rope to dry off your top, your socks, whatever. Depends how long you're going out for. Paracord, always handy. You need to add a bit of grip to your detector. Paracord. You could be fancy and have a paracord bracelet thing. Paracord action bracelet. Either way, whatever way you want to do it. A meter or two of paracord is uh, quite handy. And then finally, and a lot of people build their EDC or EDDC for us, starting at this point, and that is a knife or a multi-tool. Now, in my daily EDC, but my non-hunting EDC, I carry the Leatherman Skelly tool. But in my metal detecting EDDC, I carry the Leatherman Juice CS4 original. They're both about 80 bucks. But I want to make a point here. Before you say, why have I got two? Why don't I move one multi-tool from one EDC to the EDDC? Well, my philosophy here is that you should have one set for each specific purpose. For example, if I was to move it from one EDC to the other, what are the chances that the day I actually need it will be the day it's in the other EDC? Murphy's Law. Of course it'll be in the other one. And that's the first point. Point two and this relates to all tools, you should have a set of tools specific for everything you could end up working on. How much time do you waste bringing tools from your garage out to your car to do a job? And that's if you can even find the tool you were looking for in the first place. For example, I have a tool bag that sits in my van that is only for working on the van. And tools don't come out of that bag to go work on something in the house. And it has everything I need to keep the van going in an emergency. I have a toolkit for my brewing stuff. I have a toolkit for my 3D printer. I have a toolkit for around the house. It just saves time and stress. And this philosophy should breed into your EDDC. If you're going to create a metal detecting EDC, leave it for only when you hunt. And then finally, you obviously need something to put all this in. And the challenge is to get all this stuff into as small a footprint as possible. The only thing I can recommend is something waterproof and sturdy. I've seen some great setups in Altoid or Mintins, which is perfect. I managed to get all the stuff I've gathered so far into an old pencil case, but I'm in the market for something that is more suitable. This is totally up to you. Let your imagination run wild with your own EDDC. And that's it, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to send in your questions to Dr. Detector. And don't forget to tell me about your finds on speakpipe.com. Talk to you all again next week, guys. Get out there. Eyes down. Good luck. Stay safe with your EDDC and happy hunting. Mm-hmm.